Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. I've got some things I want to share about that I think are going to be impactful for you guys. Um, I uh, been, you know, the last couple of months, really a lot of my focus has been on the business side of things. Um, and then personally, I got married, um, uh, you know, just all of that world, you know, it's, it's, it's totally new, you know, now you're on the other side completely, you know, went through divorce, went through all those things. Now I'm remarried, have stepchildren, all of that stuff. So it's, it's kind of a, a completely different uh, place, if you will. And so, which is leading me to where we will be going with some of the, the new content and some of the stuff that we'll be talking about um, in, in the podcast in Empowered Man, uh, we're calling it AF 2.0 uh, coming out in January. So I'm really excited about that because a lot of you are in that position of still in the midst of it, still in the heat of it. But then there's some of you that are starting to move towards, you know, divorce or move towards moving on. And, you know, like Adam service, is a new relationship, Christian Dags, a new relationship, you know, like these are guys that have been around the block for a while. Um, and, and they've kind of moved on and we're going to keep evolving what we do. We'll always have thrive. We'll always have the core of who we are. That'll never change. But as you guys go through that, know that there's always something next because we don't stop growing as men. We continue to evolve as men and we continue to grow into the next level of who we want to become. And while I was actually on uh, my, I think it was pre-honeymoon. Yeah, it was actually when we were going to get to get married that weekend, um, I picked up a book called The Gap in the Gain. And it's by an author called Dan Sullivan, who's a business coach, um, and Benjamin Hardy, who's a therapist or a counselor, um, a psychologist, I guess that would be his title. And they talk about this concept called the gap in the game. And I'd heard some wonderful things about it. And you go, well, it's a business book. It is a business book, but I'm going to bring some context to where you are both personally, but you can also use this in business. So I know we've got some business guys, Matt's on here, Paul's on here, a couple of you guys run businesses. So this is going to apply to both sides of where you're at, whether it's personally, business, doesn't really matter. Um, and it's this concept that he calls the gap in the game. So the gap essentially is this, it's, it's this idea that we live in an idealized world, right? We live in this society, in this culture with social media and Instagram, right? And all these things where you go, gosh, if I could just look like that guy, right? Everyone, you know, the guys want to have big muscles and all look like Kevin Tucker or, or man, uh, uh, Mandrew, you know, everybody wants to be ripped like that or have Joey's arms. Believe it or not, Joey actually has some really big arms. He got a kind of barrel chest. He's kind of a bigger guy than he looks uh, in person. And, you know, everybody kind of wants to have that. Why? Because we have this idealized world that we live in. For me, as a, as a business guy, you know, the thing is, is it's, it's always around like, what do you have, right? Like other business guys get together and like, what are your assets? What are you, what are you investing in these days? Or what kind of car do you drive? And years, years ago, um, I was really hung up on the idea that I had to have a Tesla Model X. Like I just got to have a Tesla Model X. And I remember applying for the financing for it and getting denied and having the money for it but getting denied and feeling all kinds of shame and feeling all kinds of just like, this is my identity. And I didn't want to admit it. 
right? I don't know about you guys, but there's there's probably some of you here where it's like you go to do something and you don't get it and you feel shame. You don't want to admit it, but you know it's your identity at stake. And you feel like, man, if I don't have this thing, what does that say about me? That could be the woman, that could be the car, that could be the job, that could be the assets, that could be your crypto count, you know, going up, your NFTs, whatever your guys are investing into or, or whatever, right? And it's like, what does that say about me? And it's because we live in this idealized world. And when I got, when I finally actually was able to get the car, it was because I had help of, at that time, my ex-wife. And un funny enough, that became a point of contention as we got down to the end of our actual marriage. And I lost the car in the divorce. Now, as I went through that, it was almost like everything was being stripped, everything was being peeled away. And those of you in momentum, you know, one of the first exercise we do is on stripping the old identity. And it's because that's why is because you have to go to this place where you're stripping back all the things I have, all the assets I have, the money, all of that cars, women, sex, it doesn't matter. All those things have to be stripped away from me to really get to the core of who the fuck am I? Who am I when I don't have this car? Who am I when I don't have church? Who am I when I don't have these things, right? Am I still a man? Do I still have what it takes? And so that was, that was kind of my journey into this, to this world of identity, especially around assets and, you know, and success in, in business and all those things. And so when I set out to start Empowered Man, I had like shit credit. I had like no money. And basically was at a point where I was like, I don't care about anything other than doing what I was put on this earth to do. And that is to help men. And that is to do the work that I know needs to be done in this earth, because there are hundreds, thousands, millions of men that are going through this pain of separation, divorce, and they don't know how to go through it. They don't know how to grow through it. And so then starting the business, it became all about that and became, that became the focus. So my, my identity was never going to be well, I'm the CEO of Empowered Man. In fact, I don't even talk about Empowered Man as if it's my business, because to me, it's a collective effort of multiple men getting together to serve each other. That's why we have organic coaches like K-Tuck, who like was just volunteering forever because he wanted to be a part of the mission or Adam Service or, you know, or even Andrew, like want to just be a part of the mission of what we're doing, because it's, no, it's not about one man. It's not about one person specifically. But you fast forward to just this past weekend, where I was finally at a place where my credit had been up 200 points. Um, I obviously have, you know, cash and assets and things of that nature. And I built back twice what I was before my divorce. And I went and picked up my 2022 Range Rover Sport Carpathian gray with pimento red interior. It's a fucking sweet automobile. It cost me over a hundred grand, but I get to say, fuck you with that car to my old identity right? Because that car does not define me. It doesn't make me. I get to get in it and enjoy it because I don't need it. I don't need the car to make me who I am as a man. I was driving around a 2011 Lincoln MKX that I paid off. It was like 12 grand. It was like, it got me from point A to point B. It was like, okay. It wasn't my ideal car, but I would have kept driving that. And my wife was like, Hey, you deserve like to do this. You deserve this for yourself. And I was like, I don't know, maybe the time's not right. And, you know, we could put this into other things, but at the end of the day, it was like, but you know what? I want this car. I don't need it, but I want it. And so that's what I want to talk about today is this idea between wants 
and needs. And the difference is, especially as you apply to your business, your personal life, your wife, right? All those things that are happening. And I know we got a mixed crowd. Some of you guys are further along than others. Some of you are just getting started. I think Jermaine just hopped on brand new. I think he just got in like yesterday, right? So we've got guys that are different spots. Paul's in momentum, you know, Matt's in momentum. So like we've got a different guys in different spots. I'm going to try to speak to all of you as best I can within the context of this idea. So the gap, the gap that this book talks about, right? This is the thing. The gap is where most men live. They focus on the ideal versus what they've already got. And if you think about what your ideals are, I want you to think about that real quick. Think about what your ideal is and your ideal life, your ideal business, your ideal wife. If you think about that and you start thinking about what the ideal is, what will happen is you'll get so focused on what you don't have, there's no way you can focus on what you do have. How many of you have been in a place, you can just raise your hand, where that's what brought you to this place of you know, empowerment where you're like, I'm never going to have what I wanted, so I might as well start working on myself, right? You go, well, I apparently can't have the wife that I wanted, so I've got to just be in this place and do these things, right? That's, that's the place where we come from um, a lot of times when we get started in this. So the gap is where most men live. You're in the gap every time you measure yourself or your situation against an ideal. So thinking about these ideals, I want you to put in the chat what one of your ideals are, like ideal business, ideal car, like just put what it is. Like in an ideal world, like for me, in an ideal world, I've got a second house that is right on the ocean about 20 minutes from Joseph out there in Orange County, because I love Orange County. And I want I want a freaking $10 million house right on the beach. That's an ideal situation for me, right? So if I focus on that, so that's why I want you to put in the chat is what is your ideal wife, ideal life, ideal car, whatever, right? All those things. That ideal for me, it puts me in the gap every time I start focusing on, man, I don't have that yet. I don't have that job yet. I don't have that thing yet. Ideal world, part-time resident at the lake, oceanfront, North Carolina coaching 100% of the time, sitting in a house I built with a sick home gym, supportive partner. Yeah. These are all the ideals of the things that we can feel like we need, right? And this is the thing is because if we get so focused on this and the, and the point is like, man, I don't have that lake house yet. Man, I don't have that hundred acre property yet. Man, I don't have that unstoppable mindset yet. Man, I don't have that hunting property yet. I don't have that. Man, will I ever get it? Will I ever be that? I remember years and years ago when I started my last company before this company, I literally wrote on my board. I, 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 I was like, I had a whiteboard in front of me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an exercise and I've done this with some of you. And I think we have some element of this in thrive, but it's, it's the It's the, the five lies exercise. And what I did was I wrote out all these lies that I was believing about myself as a business owner at the time. And one of them was I'll never make more than $10,000 in a month. And like, like now that's like ridiculous. Like I, I couldn't even survive on that. My, my home bills are more than that. You know what I mean? But like then years ago, because I was so attached to the outcome and I was so into, I've got to have this, I need to make this money. I need to do this thing. What happens? It put me in the place of the gap and I lived in the gap and I believed these lies 
that I thought were true. Think about how that applies to your wife situation. Think about how that's applying to your, to your, to your home life, right? Where it's like, I've got to have my wife. I need my wife. I need to be married. My kids need to have this happening. And what you do is you start finding yourself in this place of the gap where you don't have what you need, quote unquote, and you'll never get it because why you're so focused on the wrong thing. You're focused on the wrong thing. And it takes you to this place of the gap. So every time you measure yourself against your, against your ideal situation or against yourself in a way that is where you're not measuring up, you are in the gap. And that gap is creating all kinds of anxiety. It's creating all kinds of things inside of you. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have things that you want to accomplish and do. And we're going to talk about that. But in the moment, if you are comparing yourself to the guy down the street, if you're comparing yourself to the other guy in the program who seems to have his shit together, who seems to you know, kind of know what to say, who seems to have Andrew's approval or seems to have Joey's approval or seems to be like the ideal candidate in our program. Or, or maybe you see these other guys and you're like, man, they got fancier cars than me. Or man, I see this guy and he seems to have a great job. And man, Darcy seems like he's just retired. He doesn't do shit all day, right? Like, like if those are the things that you're constantly comparing and thinking about, or I want to be Christian because he draws houses for a living, right? Like, like whatever it is that you do, I can guarantee if you were to talk to Christian or Darcy or some of these other guys be like, hey, you don't want my life. <laughs> you don't necessarily want to deal with the shit I deal with on a regular basis. But again, it's the ideal because we are so focused on the wrong fucking thing and we get so caught up into it. It's like a game. It's like an addiction that keeps us trapped. I'm going to talk more about that in a second. So let's talk about the gain. The gain means that you measure yourself backward against where you were before. Now, every one of you are at least in day two of Thrive and Beyond. Jermaine, I think, is the newest guy in today. But every one of you, Thomas, you've been around for a while. Everyone, Steve Morgan, you've been around for a while. Hector, you've been around for a while. You've all been here for a month, two months, three months. Some of you, six months. Some of you, a year. Some of you, more than a year. Some of you, two years, right? Some of you've been here for a long time with us. You are not the same today as you were yesterday. And I have to remind you because it's so easy to get into this spot of going, well, I just don't have this, or I don't have the command of language, or my wife hasn't come back to me, or this hasn't happened, da, 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 that ideal, that gap, you're living in the gap instead of living in the gain of this is true. This is true. She may not have come back and you may not have that ideal client, or maybe you didn't get the deal that you wanted to get, or maybe these things didn't happen, but you are putting in effort every single day and you are growing, growing through what you are going through. And you've made a decision to invest in yourself to move forward. Even if you hadn't joined Thrive, you were still not the same person you were yesterday. There's some of you that listened to the podcast for months before you joined Thrive. And that podcast helped you elevate a little bit to a point of going, hey, you know what? This guy is actually not full of shit. And he's actually saying things that make sense. I think I need more of what he's talking about. And that growth led you to the place of investing in here. I've got hundreds of guys that want to get into this program, but don't have the financial means or don't have the ability or don't have the mindset that it takes to become successful in this program. You're not one of them. You fought past that. You decided I'm not going to believe the lies that were where they, that kept me where they were. I'm going to move into a new realm. And that's why you are here. That's where you're at. So if you're going to measure anything, measure backwards. Measure backwards and go, look how far I've come. 
even if it was from yesterday or the week before, even if it's like, maybe you've fallen recently. Maybe one of the guys was posting, um, actually it was Jason Smart who went through our program a, a year ago was saying that he recently has been falling backwards. Now, obviously I'm like, let's get that guy in momentum and let's get him back on the, on the, you know, in the momentum race, if you will. Um, but not everyone can do that. In his case, I would say to him, Hey, but you're not where you were a year ago. You're not where you were six months ago. You're not where you were three months ago. And that's what's important. There's a, a famous uh, female preacher uh, that some people agree with, don't agree with, whatever. I'll keep her name out of it. But she has this saying, you are not where you were. You are, you're on your way and you're okay. You know, I may not be where I was. I may not be where I want to be, but I'm on my way and I'm okay. I'm going to be okay because I am continuously putting my right foot in front of my left foot and I'm continuously moving forward. That is the game. You can't gain anything if you have nothing to gain, right? The only way you can gain is by moving forward. You can't gain by moving backwards. You can't gain out of an ideal because there's nothing to gain. It's just a gap. You're just looking at that thing in the future and going, gosh, how do I get there? I don't know how to get there. I have no idea how to get there. Meanwhile, you're missing out on, but look where you've come from. Look where you've come from. Look, look at all you've done. I think about that with Empowered Man and how I started this thing in my basement with myself, me, myself, and I, and some guy in, in, in the UK that was helping me sell. And, and that was it. And we've built it into this team of like 10, 12, I don't even know how many we have on the team now, 12 people, 15 people. I don't even know what it is. I've got like eight, nine, 10 people in sales. I've got five coach, six coaches, right? All of that came from not the fact of, oh, this ideal, I've got to be at this revenue, or I've got to be at this thing, I've got to be at that. It came from a place of going, I'm going to move forward every single day. And we, we look backwards and go, wow, look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. Look how far I've come. Look how far I've come. And I want you to practice that every single day. I want you all to practice that. How far have I come? How far have I come in my journey? How far have I come when it comes to my wife? How far have I come when it comes to my communication? How far have I come when it comes to my owning my shit? How far have I come when it comes to leading my family? How far have I come? And the only way you know that is by what? Measuring where you currently are, measuring that backwards and going, you know, for example, small things. I said this yesterday on my group call. Um, earlier this year, uh, as I was working through what we're, we're going to be talking more about the five-dimensional man, but as I was working through creating um, some training for it, I started to put a goal together. And one of those goals was I want to tuck my son in three nights a week. Now I have him pretty much almost every single night. Uh, I have him 80% of the time. Um, his mom only gets them on every other weekend. So I have him all the time. And for whatever reason, I wasn't tucking him in every single night. It was kind of just not in my routine. So I made a goal of doing it three nights a week. And then through that goal, it ended up becoming five and then it became every single night. So now there's this routine of every single night I tuck him in. So I go, if I were to look forward and go, yeah, but you don't do it perfectly. You don't always read him a story or you don't always talk to him or you don't always do that. That would be me living in the gap. But what I do is I go, yeah, but I didn't even tuck him in every single night. Just the fact that I'm doing that now is a huge gain. So what does that do? That gives me confidence, that gives me power, that gives me the ability to then want to improve or optimize what I am doing. See, we're building on something here. All right, so the very first step to getting out of the gap and into the game is to embrace what you want versus what you need. The very first step is we have to embrace what we want versus what we need. So want 
versus need. Need is a trap. Want is freedom. So need is a trap. It, it, it traps you into believing something that's not necessarily true. If I need to have something, it keeps me locked up. Man, if I don't have that, I just, I'm not free. Whereas if I want something versus needing something, I have freedom attached to it. I want to have that car. I want to have that relationship. I want to be with my wife. I want these things to happen. But if that doesn't happen, I'm okay. Like I'm going to be okay. Like if I were never to have gotten my car that I just picked up this weekend, I would have been okay. I would have been perfectly fine. There wouldn't have been anything wrong with me. There wouldn't have been anything wrong with continuously driving what I drove. Like there was nothing wrong with that. I wanted that car. Therefore, I did what I needed to do to make it happen. And I did it. There is a huge difference between want and need. Need can lead you to a trap. Want is freedom. Here's the next one. Needs are external. Want is internal. Again, we're not talking about the needs like uh, food and water and like the basics of life. Um, as my doctor friend Thomas there is uh, nodding his head, right? We, we need those things literally. Like we, without that, we do not survive. But there are things that we say, oh man, I, I need my wife. And I'm just going to keep using that one because that's the easiest one for us. I need to be married. I need to, I need her. I need to save the marriage. I need to have her. You know how many times that we hear that on calls? Like, I just, I've got to save this marriage. I need to save this marriage. I need my kids to grow up this way. I need for this to happen. And I'm like, but why? They can't really answer that question. It has to do with ideals. The ideal world is that mother and father raise the kids. That is the ideal. And you know what? I agree with that. I love that. I think that's what the purpose and design of human nature, humans are, is to grow up in family and have a mother and father and two kids or three kids or however many. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But I also understand the difference between living healthy and living toxic. And if you're living in a toxic state at the, the discount of your own human soul, there's something wrong with that, right? There's something really wrong with someone who is living in a place where they're not able to fully be themselves. They can't communicate with this person. This person is refusing to grow themselves. And you've got two different things happening there. And in that place, you, you find yourself a disparity. And if that's happening, do you really need that relationship or do you just want that relationship? And so if we look at need as being an external thing, it's much easier to flow through that. All right, the next thing. Need leads to shame and fear. Want leads to acceptance and faith. Need leads to shame and fear. Want leads to acceptance and faith. So if I need to have this car and I don't get this car, now what I've got, shame and fear. If I need to be married to my wife and she leaves me, what do I have? Shame and fear. If I need to get this job and I don't get the job, I now have shame and fear. Versus if I want this job and I don't get this job, I can accept it and have faith there's something better. If I want to stay married, but for some reason it doesn't work out, I can accept and have faith that something else will be better. All right, here's the next one I need. Need is attached to the outcome. Want is detached from the outcome. Whew. Need is attached to the outcome. Want is detached from the outcome. Again, I can 
I can feel like I need to have this success or I need to have my wife. And if I need it, I'm attached to it. Like I got to have it. If I don't shame and acceptance, right. Or shame and fear comes in, but you know what, if I want it, I can accept the outcome. I can detach from the outcome. I can just literally make a plan and go, you know what? I want to be married. I want to be in relationship with my wife. So I'm going to do the things that I need to do to be married to her. But if she chooses otherwise, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. This is something Andrew and I worked walked with for like a year where it was like, he literally walked through this process with me one-on-one for a year and something and change where it was like, at first it was this need to be married. And then the need started to slowly go away and not because he was angry at her, but because he started to realize that life will be okay without her, that he doesn't need her to live. He doesn't need her to survive. That's why it breaks my heart when men kill themselves because of divorce. And this is why it's because of shame and fear that comes from this, where society's ideals, church ideals, culture ideals, put this thing like you've got to be married to be a whole man. You don't have to be married to be a whole man. Do I think marriage is a good place for a man to be? Absolutely. I don't think men should be alone. I do like the fact that we can get married and have kids and be together forever. And I want that for every single man, but you are not defined by your marriage. You are defined by who you are as a man and how you show up and your character and who you are when nobody else is looking. That makes you more of a man than your marriage. In fact, many men just hide in their marriages. Instead of actually being real men, they hide behind the wife. Well, whatever my wife says or whatever happens here, that's, that's her decision. She'll make that decision. And they just hide because they're too afraid to be fucking men. And we're not here for that. That's why we call it empowered man, because we want men to be empowered. The final piece of this is need comes from a place of lack, whereas want comes from a place of abundance. Need is all about lack. I lack something. I need to have it to fill me. And if I don't have it, I'm in lack. But if I want something, there's plenty around. I'm in abundance. I'm coming at it from a place of, you know what? There's not just one woman. You know what? There's not just one business. You know what? Today isn't the only day you'll live. And it, and it may mean going through pain. It may mean having to sacrifice something. It may mean you don't always get the things that you want to have and you're okay with it because you're able to move on. You're able to accept the fact that this is, the, this is what life has handed you in this moment. But you also know that you're not a victim and you're able to pick yourself up and go, you know what? Dusting myself up. I might've fallen off that horse, but I'm ready to move forward. And I'm going to do whatever I can in my own power to move forward. And if it's with her, awesome. If it's not, I will grieve that marriage and I will move on because that's what empowered men do. They're not victims of their circumstance. They're not victims of what is happening. It's the same in business. It doesn't matter what is happening in your company today. Uh, Some tax thing could happen, some whatever could happen. And it's like, you can feel like a victim in that, like you don't have control over what's happening and, and pull away and go, you know what? I, Instead of needing that thing to happen, I want it to happen. If it doesn't happen that way, I'm going to look for an alternative route. I'm going to look for something else because there is an, always another way. And if I keep open that way, if I keep my mindset open that way, it's going to change everything for me because I'm no longer focused on what I need. I'm focusing on what I want. 
Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now, listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. Third part of that is you're gonna have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge, and I will see you on the inside.